Hello and welcome to Demystifying Digital, where we'll uncover the best ways to manage and grow your business online, because the web doesn't have to be wizardry. Hello, hello. So today I thought it was worth talking about networking as an introvert because I definitely class myself as an introvert. I think I've certainly built up a knack for coming across that I'm an extrovert. Maybe that's a talent, maybe it's masking, who knows. Um, But I thought it's worth talking about today. It's quite timely. Um, But it was actually off the back of listening to another podcast talk about it and they hadn't even um network networked much before and I thought oh something you once you know how to do it you don't think much of it but I think definitely getting started can be a bit of a challenge so when I did start if I can recover correctly I was freelancing like a sole trader then I didn't have my official proper business I was still working from my kitchen um and the way it come about was I was doing quite well online. I was in a, quite a lot of Facebook groups. They tended to be quite popular then. Wasn't really on LinkedIn much. And some of the mums in business had actually said, oh, we would do so occasional get-togethers, you know, maybe once a month at a local cafe or local kind of pub that would serve tea and coffee. Come along. And it's just a small group of it. And it would be about a group of seven to ten women, perhaps, who could make that particular morning. And um, it was very casual, very um, low key, and they just came dressed as they were. And a lot of the conversation obviously was around work, but also how they juggled work life with being mums, having kids, you know, partners, how do they get involved? What do you do with money and clients and customers and God knows what else? So it was a very diverse kind of conversation. And the other types of networking, I think I didn't really consider it networking at the time, was someone in business would run a little get together in the morning at a, at a cafe type restaurant on a retail park. And you paid about a fiver and that would cover, you know, the, the teas and coffees and the bacon sarnies. And again, they were very quite relaxed in their approach, very welcoming. And I had totally envisaged it being like this really busy room full of very um stiff sort of atmosphere with lots of men in suits and I thought oh god I'm never gonna fit in because I'm a creative and I don't dress like that I don't look like that and I don't work in them types of industries that I'm assuming that they work in I, I, I probably dress more like a teenage boy with my trainers and my graphic tees um but again it wasn't many people maybe about 10 and uh, they were very chilled and they just wanted to know what you did and that kind of thing so I think Again, as I say at the time, I didn't really class it as networking, but that definitely probably helped get me out. And I thought, honestly, if I don't do this and no one's going to know I exist, of course. So off the back of that, I decided to join my local chamber of commerce. Um, A previous employment that I'd been in, that company was part of the commerce uh, chamber and they seemed to get a lot of leads and connections from that and I thought well well it's probably worth doing they do quite a lot of events as well and you get that kind of formal fear of missing out so I joined my chamber and they ran a lot of local events um all over the northeast and um I do recall it might not have been my first one but going to one in the city centre of Newcastle um it was a lovely restaurant and we, they did get us to sample some food and it was absolutely gorgeous food but when I first got in, I was so nervous. Um, I didn't honestly know what to do. I, I kind of just scoped out where the toilets were and beeline for that and went in the toilet. I was just like, oh my 
God, what am I going to do here? This is so overwhelming. Um, and then I just had to kind of check myself. I thought, well, I can't stay in the toilet all day, can I? I'm going to have to go out and make an effort. I'm here now. So I come out <laughs> very nervously and I thought, right, step one, get a get a drink. I'll go and get a cuppa. So generally they'll put out the sort of tanks where you can self-serve tea and coffee and the sugar and whatnot and little milks and things like that. So stand there sort of taking my time making this cup of coffee and someone come over and said hello good morning how are you um you know where have you come from what do you do and she was very nice and we just got a chatting and I thought oh actually it's not that bad it's it's not too not too bad and it's again wasn't what I had envisaged everyone was very friendly I did notice a lot of people went off into groups and got into conversations started talking um and when I observed people they tended to approach a group and wait for a pause in the conversation and then they were asked to introduce themselves to the group or they would introduce themselves and that tended to be the format so people were moving around casually and in getting involved and ran different conversations with different people so it was quite noteworthy that event because I felt that I then realized all these assumptions that I had about networking weren't actually true and this was before the pandemic as well now the once we had the pandemic that changed quite a lot um, no one could go out at all, but I have to give them credit that the chamber, our local chamber, were very quick to get everything up online and have webinars. So that was my only outlet to the outside world that I was still here, still alive, still had a business and very much still wanted to be involved in the local business community. So I would attend as many as I could to kind of keep my hand in and practice. And I think, again, that really helped because it's a different dynamic, isn't it? When you're online, you know, you're sat there in a little letterbox and you just see faces staring at you and it's your turn to kind of give you a 30 second pitch where in person, you don't stand there really and do a pitch per se. You just introduce yourself. You just say, um, this is my name and this is what I do and this is my businesses and this is where I'm from per se. And you kind of go from there or you might latch on to what someone's just been talking about and have a general conversation anyway, but it's a little bit trickier than that online. But I definitely think that helped keep things moving. Another key thing I think they did really well coming out of the pandemic was when they felt it was safe to do so, and within government guidelines, of course, was they did a, a, a sort of like a bangle system um, where you would put a, or a bangle, a bracelet um, of a different colour. So some might be green, some might be red, for example. And if you didn't want to sort of handshake with anyone or get in close contact, you'd wear the red bangle. And if you didn't mind, you could wear the green one. And it was a great way of instantly knowing kind of what people were comfortable with. And I thought that was great because it helped sort of break down some barriers there and and kind of keep that safe as well. How it's changed before and after is is, is quite different. The, the sort of approach to it's not so formal. Um, a lot of people, I think, before who were suited and booted, weren't anymore because a lot of them had started working from home and then remained working from home and it was felt almost like dressing up to go to networking because they weren't in the office all day so whilst it was still kind of smart there was a lot more casual going on people were using sort of casual wear with logos on and I think that definitely changed the dynamic as well people were a lot more relaxed I think and, and more inclined to talk about things other than work 
Um, I've been to a few events where people are literally gone around just handing out leaflets. This is me. This is what I do. And this is what this this isn't about me, me, me. And it's very sort of salesy and, and no interest in anyone else. And that approach just doesn't work anymore. So I think going into it now is definitely a lot easier if you are starting as a newbie or as a, a introvert, uh, because it is so much more relaxed. Um, how other people have viewed it, I think it's been massively mixed reviews, but I think one thing some people maybe missed out on from networking by not networking, shall I say, um, or not utilising, say, their chamber membership was that they would pay the membership and then say, oh, I don't get anything from it. And they'll say, well, do you come to the events? No. It's like, well, that's half of the benefit is coming is that you get to speak to businesses you wouldn't normally get to speak to if you just didn't come. Um, so just I think there's more chance of you speaking directly to someone who you really want to speak to or they might know someone is easier or better than just trawling through an algorithm on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever because how do you know you're going to speak to that person who's the gatekeeper or the decision maker or the key stakeholder or your ideal customer so I think you definitely have to include it as part of your overall strategy your marketing strategy so just like you would create radio ads newspaper ads print business cards do social media get yourself along to some networking events and give it a go and see which events work for you not all of them will um you might like the free ones you might like the paid ones you might like the online ones i think you've got to try a little bit of everything to see kind of where your people are but also what works for you and what suits your approach as well now Funny enough, I run events now. <laughs> so um, earlier in the year, um, I had a business development manager come on board and we had loads of ideas what to do with things for the business. And that was one of the key things that come out of that. Um, and we really, at the time, wanted to run them from the business park that we worked on because we felt that was such a great opportunity to get everyone out of their little offices and into a space where we could all talk and find out about each other because there was such a diverse range of businesses there, but no one talked to each other and no one seen each other because they're all in, this in their little offices or workshops. Um, so we did end up doing uh, our first event there um, and we had a really good turnout. We managed to organise a speaker um and we literally went around knocking on doors we messaged people directly and say hey come to this thing we're doing this thing and it was really good and from that that kind of really gave us the encouragement to do another one so one tactic or strategy we did use was to lay out some post-it notes and we just said look if you'd like to leave us some feedback good or bad don't have to put your name to it if you could write on the post-it note because that'll really help us understand if we're kind of doing this the way you'd like it to be done um, and if it works for you and we got a ton of good for feedback from that so since then ran quite a few events i, I do now do them solo and um, but i am now supported by the nat west which is great because very much aligned with what they want to do and what they do talk about what their offering is in the local area and that works for me as well and i think that they are free events. I don't get paid, it's just all because I want to. <laughs> um, and a bit of a passion project. But I just love the love people coming together. But for me, one key part of it is the speakers, because for me, as a solo um director, but also if you're a solo trader or solo entrepreneur, it is so hard to kind of 
traverse running a business by yourself and not getting kind of a soundboard or feedback or criticism even about what you're doing and I think very much in business we don't talk about that enough especially all the rubbish bits so everyone a lot of people tend to go to network and go yeah yeah everything's fine it's great yeah mm -hmm, I have fab no one goes you know what actually I've had the most rubbish week and it's because of this and have a good rant and I think if other people did that more would would open up a little bit more so that was the idea behind the speakers is that if they could not sort of stand there and talk about themselves or promote themselves per se but talk about their journey like how did they start why did they start what were the stumbling blocks that they encountered because it's never a straight line um give us some stories from that and then absolutely plug yourself at the end that's fine i'm more than happy to do that so so far so good it's going really well we've managed to, i've managed to get some really good venues got some really good speakers and back by the natwest so can't complain so if you are listening and you are in the northeast keep an eye out for cracking networking and get yourself along have a cuppa and and just see what we're about and maybe we'll be a good fit for you but um thanks very much for listening today and i hope we catch up on the next one Thank you for listening today. I'm your host, Caroline Hagen, a web developer with over 15 years industry experience, and I love to share my insights and how I started and bootstrapped my business, digital agency Blue Octo, from the ground up. I look forward to sharing and connecting with you as we go along on this podcast journey together.